0: Hello, this is Aaron Bounds, pastor of the Anchor Church located in Zanesville, Ohio. I want to say thanks for tuning in today. I hope this podcast inspires you, encourages you, and helps you to live the life God called you to live. If you believe that and it's more than a lyric, would you declare that right now? Come on, would you verbally, out loud, speak it into the atmosphere? Come on, would you project it? Would you speak it? Would you prophesy on those around you? The Spirit of the Lord is here. Come on, would you let your words identify? Would you let your words come into alignment with that song? Come on, would you let it flow out of your innermost being? We feel that spirit, God. We feel your spirit, God. We feel the atmosphere around us, oh God. It is you. It is you, God it is you hallelujah wow what a wonderful spirit of the lord that is just permeating this house tonight How many of you are grateful that you came to the anchor on a sunday night with your church family i'd be all right if they just stay up here with me don't they look great didn't they do wonderful tonight Let's give it up for all of the young men and young women that make up this choir and group. Thank you for leading us into the presence of the Lord. And uh, I do feel His presence so very strongly. Uh, Remain standing. Go with me to uh, the book of John, chapter 10. John, chapter 10, and verse 10. And then we will be going to Ephesians, chapter 4. I... um, I was in Virginia I was supposed to be flying out to California the next day and uh, as I made my way to the airport was going to fly out it was a Saturday and I was going to uh, preach in California the next day and made it to the airport security uh, security was probably the slowest that I had ever seen it in all of my life they allowed one person to go through the whole process Then they brought somebody else. And so as it turned out, I ended up missing my flight and had to call my friend who dropped me off. I said, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta pick me back up. So he came back, picked me back up. My bag had already left. And I said, man, I I missed my flight. Had to call the church that I was supposed to be with. And he said, it's all right, we'll get you a hotel. You can be with us tomorrow. And I made my way to the hotel. And I'm not gonna lie, I was a little annoyed I was a whole lot annoyed, to be honest. And uh, he had dropped me off. It just been a long day, a lot of emotions, and I just, I just needed some Chick Fil A. You know, you ever been there? And uh, so he had already left. I had to go buy Kohl's get a new suit that didn't fit, and had to get new clothes. And it's just been a crazy day. And uh, so I did what any millennial would do. I just decided that I would DoorDash Chick Fil A. Well. I got the notification that the Chick-fil-A was, was at, the, at the door. So I opened the door and there's no Chick-fil-A. So I called, I called the DoorDash. I said, hey man, you done come to the door, you done dashed, but there is no Chick-fil-A. He said, man, I don't know what happened. I, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on to my next assignment. And I said, oh, okay, okay, okay. So I decided I DoorDash Chick-fil-A again. Would you believe me if I told you the exact same thing happened? Got the notification, went to the door. It was not there. I'm about to lose the Holy Ghost. I'm standing in the lobby. I'm crying. Salty tears are flowing out of my right eye, forming a puddle in the lobby. And I look up, and you'll never guess what I see outside across the street. Almost. I didn't have that much faith. (laughs) Way to be optimistic, though. I saw another hotel, and I said to myself, Self, what are the odds? So I walked outside, crossed the street, went into the other hotel, looked around the lobby, kept on walking like I owned the place, went to the elevator, went to the third floor, and I looked to the left, looked to the right, made sure nobody was staring at me, no securities following me, and I went to room 331, and there was Chick-fil-A at the door so i I crept real slowly like i was on a seal team six ninja mission and i thought man the moment i get this food they're going to open that door and so i already had my line ready this is your room but this ain't your food (laughs) and so i I crept real quietly i grabbed man i took all rushed back into my uh the elevator went back to my room and your boy had (laughs) chick-fil-a there are just some services that you walk into and there's just i don't know i call it just a little snatch in your spirit sometimes you just walk into the house of god with your mind made up that you're going to get something back i can't speak for you i can only speak for me but i made a cognizant decision before service tonight I'm going to ascertain. I'm going to get my hands on something. I just want to know if there is anybody in the spirit world that would like to get something back. Bob, I'd like to get something back tonight. I want to know if there's a husband, there's a wife, there's a mother, there's a father, there's a a young teenager, there's a young man, a young adult, a young lady that would just like to get something back on a Sunday night. Hell's stolen something from every single one of us. Why don't you just make up in your mind, tonight's the night that I get it back. That can be cute or that can be reality. That can be revival rhetoric or you can mean what you say. I plan on getting something back tonight. Tell your neighbor, I plan on getting something back tonight. Tell your other neighbor, I hope you plan on getting something back tonight. John 10 and 10, John 10 and 10, John 10 and 10, the words of Jesus. The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy, but I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Very quickly, Ephesians 4, Ephesians 4. Ephesians 4 and verse 22, Ephesians 4 and verse 22. That you would put off the former man, which is corrupt according to deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. That you would put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and holiness. Wherefore, putting away lying, speak every man truth with his neighbor. For we are members, we influence, we affect one another. Be ye angry and sin not did you know so many times we focus on the ability to sin by getting angry about the wrong thing i think it's also quite equally possible to sin by not getting angry about the right thing bible says to be angry and sin not Don't let the sun go down upon your wrath. Neither give place to the devil. And let him that stole past tense steal present tense. No more future tense. I don't know. Can't speak for everybody. But I've just come to provoke. I've just come to provoke somebody to get a little angry in the spirit. And before the next 24 hours are over, I pray that before the sun would come up and the sun would go down, you would make up in your mind to get angry about the right thing. And you would say, enough is enough. By the help of God's spirit, and I do feel his spirit and his help, I want to preach to you for the next few moments on this simple subject. It's time to steal from the stealer. It's time to steal from the stealer. Turn to your neighbor and tell them it's time. Time for what? To steal from the stealer. Lift up your hands one more time. Lift up your voice one more time. Come on. Come on, Anchor Church family. Would you lift your voice one more time in authority? God, we come into covenant. We come into agreement with what you want to do tonight. Let your agenda become a reality. Let your will be made manifest. And God, I give you great praise and I give you great honor for what you are about to do in this house. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done tonight, Lord. Let my mouth be your megaphone. Speak what only you would have me to speak. And I praise you for it. I give you glory for it, God. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. God bless you and you can be seated tonight. I imagine she was a girl just like every other girl. She had the dreams, she had the hopes, she had the prayers of one day being a mother. But for now, she carried her little baby doll with her everywhere that she went. Her baby doll went with her. When she went to breakfast, her baby doll went to breakfast. When she went to lunch, her baby doll went to lunch. When she went to dinner, her baby doll went to dinner. When she went to the playground, her baby doll went to the playground. There was nowhere that she went that her baby doll did not go with her. She loved it. She hugged it. She held it. She cherished it. It was something that she would not let go of. And so it was that she would become a young lady and she would, she would, she would live life and she would grow older. And, and now, now, now the future is now the present. And, and though the circumstances are far, far, far from perfect, her dream and her desire becomes a reality as now she holds a living, breathing child in her arms. It's everything that she's longs for. It's everything that she's daydreamed about. It's everything that she's prayed for. And so now, everywhere she goes, that baby goes with her. When she goes to breakfast, that baby's going to breakfast with her. When she's going about town, that baby is with her. When she's carrying out adult duties, that baby is with her. She loves it. She hugs on it. She, she cherishes it. She sustains it. It's, if, it's her whole life. It's her whole her world. It's her whole existence and so it is quite traumatic when she wakes up in the middle of the night to nurse her child to find that it is lifeless it is dead everything that she has dreamed of everything that she has prayed for everything that she has desired is now laying in her arms lifeless It's horrific. She does not know how, how to respond. She is confused. She is frozen in fear. She cannot compute reality. And so it is. She's glitching. She can't, she cannot cope. She does not know what is taking place. It's horrific. It's traumatic. It's painful. And so it is that the Bible says that the sun begins to shine. And dawn begins to break. And the Bible says that she begins to consider it in the morning. And as the dawn is breaking, with each ray of sunshine comes a ray of revelation as she begins to scrutinize the eyebrows and she begins to feel the hair and she begins to caress the toes, all, all of a sudden this revelation comes to this mama in one culminating moment until she finally understands, my baby is not dead, it is only stolen. And I've come to preach to a young man, I've come to preach to a young lady, I've come to preach to an adult. I've come to preach to a child of God that calls the Anchor Church their church family, and I've come to speak life over some prayers and some dreams and some desires and prophecies that the adversary would deem dead and done. And I come to speak the contrary, and I come to remind somebody on a Sunday night: it is not dead. It is. Is only stolen I've come to prophesy over a prayer life I've come to prophesy over a gifting I've come to prophesy over a prodigal I've come to pro- I've come to declare in the face of the adversary it is not dead it is only stolen Stay with me tonight. She begins to make her way to where everyone with a stolen dream must go. She begins to make her way to where everyone with a broken promise must go. She begins to make her way to the very place where everyone with decimated dreams must go. She begins to make her way to the core of a higher power. She begins to make her way to the court of a higher authority. She walks past the guards of King Solomon. She does not have the right credentials, she does not have the right pass. But when you are a mama that is mad, nobody messes with mama when she's mad. Nobody in their right mind messes with mama when she's mad. Guards are stepping back. They are opening the door, they are putting the key in the latch. Everybody is stepping back as mama who is mad and angry, is walking and making her way into the throne room. And when she walks into that royal court, she is holding, I feel the Holy Ghost, she is holding something that is dead and lifeless. But with tenacity and boldness, she walks into that throne room, looks and Looks at King Solomon and declares, I know what it looks like, but it's not what it looks like. It looks like I'm holding something that is dead, done, and over. But there has been a, a burglary. There has been something taken from my life. And I want it back. I want it back. I want it back. Oh, mom's nice and sweet and cozy and protective and and warm and motherly until she's mad. Mama is sweet and kind in Proverbs 31 until she's mad. When mama's mad, you don't mess with mama. When mama's mad, you don't tell mama no. When mama's mad, she is desperate. When mama is mad, she is a force to be reckoned with. So it is, she begins to petition the king and she begins to tell King Solomon, you see, I, 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 I was delivered of a child and, and there, was, there was somebody else in my house that was also delivered of a child. You see, we were two mothers in, in one place but something began to happen. I, I can't understand it because notice she says there was no stranger in the house. It's just me and my friend. But in the middle of the night, in the middle of darkness, something deceptive took place. Something deceitful took place. You see, in the middle of the night, I woke up to sustain my child. I woke up to feed my child. But she had awakened and she had suffocated her child. And somewhere in the middle of the night, she took what was mine. Can I just stop and pause for just a moment and remind us on a Sunday night that everything in our home is either suffocating or sustaining. Everything that we entertain ourselves with, everything that we listen to, everything that we scroll, everything that we allow into our sphere of influence, everything that we allow into our family's life. I have to ask, is it sustaining your prayers and is it sustaining your dreams? Is it sustaining the call of God on your life? Is it sustaining what you have hope for or is it suffocating everything that God is trying to do in your life? Everything in our home is going to either sustain or suffocate. And so it is that she looks at the king in in bewilderment because she says, there was no stranger in my house. I've come to realize that thieves don't look like thieves. Stealers don't look like stealers. But in a moment of time, something seems friendly and now it turns deadly. Something seems friendly, and now it turns into thievery. I never forget; it was one of my first lessons with this principle. I had, I had, I had, can I just be real with y'all tonight? Can I? I told y'all to burn the halos this morning, so I hope you, I hope you didn't bring them tonight. I, I'll never forget. I, I had a, I had a friend of mine say, "Hey, you gotta watch this. This is super funny. You'll you'll get a kick out of this." And so I started watching it, and I'm 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 gonna be real with you. I, I started watching it and. Saw something, heard something, kind of winced, and oh man, I, yeah, ooh, mm, I don't know about that, but, but you know what? That's probably the only time, the only time. So I kept on watching, and ooh, another check in my spirit, and heard something, saw something. That's, man, I, I don't, I don't really agree with that, and man, I, I ooh, I, I don't know about that, but you know what? A buddy of mine said it was funny, and uh, probably, probably won't happen again, and till all of a sudden I. I was was in a hotel room. All of a sudden, I started smelling trash. Started smelling trash. Only noticed it faintly for just a moment, and then I noticed it more and more. And So I put down my phone, and all of a sudden, I realized, I thought, man, somebody's, the cleaning people have have forgotten something. There's a banana, or there's something underneath the bed, somewhere, some, I I don't know, that never happened. But I started looking around the room, Where's the trash? Where's it at? Couldn't find it. I thought, well, you know what? Maybe it's, just, maybe it's just my imagination. And so went back, plopped on the chair, started watching, and smelled it again. I said, now, hold up. Now, I'm probably just being too spiritual. Funny how we justify stuff, huh? Funny how we kind of make some excuses. And so I said, no, there's, 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 no, there's no way. Kept on watching, kept on smelling it. I said, I'm going to test this out. I said, I'm going to turn this off, see what happens. Turn it off, couldn't smell it. Turn it back on, could smell it. I deleted it, never watched it again. Because things are friendly before they are deadly. What we laugh at, we soon live with. What we wince at one moment, now we're callous and cold to conviction in the next moment. And so it was that I I, I learned a little lesson that thieves don't always look like thieves. Now that's just one small uh, microcosm of an example but it matters what we let into our world. It matters what we let into our mind. It matters what we let into our spirit. It matters. It matters. It matters. And she looked at the king and she said, there was, there was, no, there was no stranger. See, we're living in a generation where, where the thief doesn't have to break in. We're living in a generation where there's no broken windows, Pastor. The knock the 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 the, 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 the doorknob is is it's not beating off the door with the crowbar. No, no, we we've allowed spirits into our home. We've opened the door. It's a sad day when the thief doesn't have to break in. It's a sad day when our carnality lets the thief in. I've got to appeal. This this isn't, This may not sound like revival preaching, but it is. I've got to appeal to a man of God, a woman of God, a mother, a father, a husband, a wife. I've got to appeal to a young man, a young lady. You've got to stand guard in your home and say, I don't care how vogue it is, how trendy it is, how cool it is, how revelant. The thief will never be popular in our house. The stealer will never be welcome in my house. Somebody say, Not in my house. Somebody shout, Not in my house. She said, I got I to tell you, king, there was, there was no stranger. There was no stranger in my house. All of a sudden, as she's telling the story of, of, of this burglary, she's telling the story of, of, of her dream and her, her future being stolen right from out, from under her watchful eyes, out from her arms in the middle of the night, she, she realizes that the thief has now come into the throne room. The thief has now come into the throne room. The very one that stole her promise, stole her future, stole her her dream, has now walked into the throne room. Is this all right tonight? You know the devil's not afraid to go to church with you. Fear is not afraid to go to church with you. Anxiety is not afraid to go to church with you. Carnality is not afraid to go to church with you. Suicidal thinking, church hurt. Pettiness, bitterness is not afraid to go to church with you. I don't want to insult anybody tonight, I promise you, but I, I've been in service where, where somebody walked up to me and said, I don't understand it. I, I come and I lift up my hands and, and I'm in the altar and, and 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 I'm in I'm in the atmosphere of royalty. I'm in the presence of the king, but I, I I just feel like some junk followed me here. And I feel like there's some, I feel like there's some lust and there's some greed. And I just feel like there's some, I feel like there's some junk. right here with me I celebrate that I do because you know what I learned the thief can get away with some stuff in your house but the thief can't get away with it in this house last time I checked he is the king of kings and he is the lord of lords there is no higher authority there is no higher jurisdiction in the atmosphere that you are in right now. This is where fear has to leave. This is where sickness loses its jurisdiction. This uh, is where carnality uh, gets convicted uh, and segues into spirituality. This is where people repent. This is where people get baptized. This is where we dance. This is where we run This is where we receive the joy of the Lord. And where a word of a king is. That's what King Solomon said. Where the word of a king is, there is power. And who may say unto him, what doest thou? The Landon Gore 2023 translation, not yet in bookstores or on Amazon, is this. When an authority speaks, nobody can undo it or outdo it unless it is of equal or higher authority when god gives you a word there is nothing human or hellish that has the audacity to take that word from you when god gives you a word there is no demonic force that has the clearance oh hell may take it hell may come after it But hell does not have the jurisdiction, does not have the authority, does not have the clearance to keep it. Now, as I'm preaching to some of you tonight, you're afraid to get hopeful. Saying that sounds nice, it sounds encouraging, it sounds optimistic. But you're just a young evangelist, haven't lived enough life. Here's what I know. The word of God is so potent and so powerful that it does not return void. Here's what I know. is that the word of God is sure and steadfast. Here's what I know. That we are tethered. That we are anchored to something behind the veil. Here's what I know. is that God is not a man that he should lie Here's what I know, is that every word from the Lord is true and purified seven times in the fire. Here's what I know, David said, once God has spoken, twice have I heard this. Can I say that one more time? David said once God has spoken twice have I heard this That power belongs to God If you ever realized how potent and powerful a word from God was You wouldn't need him to speak again You would just need to hear again If you ever understood how powerful a word from God was, you wouldn't need to have a new word. You would just need to call to remembrance the old word because a word from God never dies. I feel a little resistance right now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak against it. The word of God is greater than our circumstance. The word of God is greater than our family tree. The word of God is greater than any demonic stronghold. The word of God is greater. I want my junk in this house. I want my past in this atmosphere. I want my idiosyncrasies and my proclivities and I I want my carnality and I want my mistakes and I want the attacks that are coming against my mind and I want the fiery darts that are coming from, I want them in this house. I want them in this atmosphere. I want them in this altar because hell may have gotten away with some junk in my house but in this house he is king of kings and he is lord of lords. There is nobody beside him behind him But for him, he knows not another. Can I keep preaching a few more minutes? Carol's not here, so I'm just going to keep on preaching. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, the king now has to figure out who is the rightful mother. Are you with me? Are you there in the throne room? The king, in his watchful gaze, is looking, having to decide who is the rightful mother? So he says, "All right, here's what I'm going to do, t- hey, man. Come on, I'm glad you're here." He said, here, "Here's what you got to do." He said, "I need a, He said, "I need, I need two soldiers." He said, "I need two soldiers." Uh, Zion, help me out. Geo, help me out. Y'all get up here real quick. He calls two soldiers up, and uh, he said, "This is what you're going to do." He said, uh, notice, he's waiting, he's watching, he's gonna figure out who the real mama is. He said, we're gonna take the baby and uh, we're gonna divide it. Now, I'm gonna give one half to one mother and the other half to the other mother. Um, man, I need somebody. Yeah, you raised your hand. You wanna help me out? Come on, come on, give it up for my dude. Oh boy! All right. So I should have told you this, bud, but uh, I need you to be the baby. <laughs> you got to. You got to. You already I volunteered. I not Pick someone else. Like pick someone else. Well, who am I gonna pick? I okay. All right. <laughs> Can I use you? Get up here. We had to sub the baby out. Don't be, don't be offended that you were plan B. Um, man, how much do you weigh? Oh, I pinch more than that. I need you to be the baby. All right. King said, I want you to take the baby, and uh, I want you to divide it. Y'all hold him. Yeah, no, y'all hold them, yeah. You sure. sure that's gonna work? Y'all got this? No, you don't got this. All right, yeah, do it this way. I'll stand side by side. There we go, there we go, yeah. There we go. He said, uh, he said uh, I want you to take the baby and uh, I want you to divide it. Give one half to one mother and give the other half to the other mother. And the thief goes quiet. She says, oh, yeah, 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 go ahead. She don't say nothing. But the real mama says, no! Real mama can't stay silent. Real mama has something bow up on the inside of her and says, no, 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 no! If you can be silent about it, you probably didn't give birth to it. But when pastor gets up and starts preaching vision and starts preaching what God wants to do in this end time dimension. You know what I love? I love the elder who can't run, can't jump, but the hand starts waving and the foot starts tapping. Thank you elders with gray hair, you know why? something starts happening. Yeah, that's my baby. That's my revival. This is my I prayed for this. I believed for this. I fasted for this. Pastor don't need discernment. If you can stay silent And you can stay still. You probably didn't give birth to it. But God is looking for men and women who are travailing in the prayer room, who are sacrificing on Monday, who are walking the streets on Tuesday, who are fasting on Wednesday, who are making consecrated commitments on something's got to rise. Ownership has to come over you and say, this is my truth. This is my house of worship. This is my hour. Watch. Mama said, "I'd I'd rather the thief have it than divide it. Because hell has never stopped God. But division has stopped us. Mama understood something very significant. Half a dream is no different than a dead dream. Half a desire is different than no desire. Half holiness is no different than no holiness. Half a prayer life is no different than no prayer life. Hear me right now. There's a generation that will settle for a partial, but there's a generation that is arising saying, give give me the whole counsel of God. I do not want a piece of what you have spoken. I do not want a piece of what you have prophesied. I want everything. I will not settle for verses. I will not settle for false doctrine I want everything I want it all I wish there'd be a man of God that would rise to their feet I wish there'd be a woman of God that would rise to their feet and say I will not settle I will not negotiate I will not get the baby's coming back the prodigal's coming there's more daughter churches. there's more people to be baptized there's more people to be won. I will not settle. Come on, Pastor. Preach it bigger. Prophesy it bigger. I've been waiting for this. I've been believing for this. This is my baby. Ooh. said, uh, she said, uh, you ain't dividing that child. You ain't dividing that child. I wish to God every time division would come to your home, you would step out on the front porch and greet it before it ever decides to enter and say, it's mine. It's mine. It's mine. All of it. I'm not letting go of anything through pettiness. I'm not letting go of anything Through carnality. I'm not letting go of anything through discord. The baby will not be divided. Revival is greater than my opinions, revival is greater than my pettiness, revival is greater than my hurt feelings, revival is greater than my offense. The baby cannot be divided. Is all right? Can I keep preaching just a few minutes longer? Sit down. The Bible. The Bible lets us know that Solomon, Solomon, is weighing, he's reasoning, he's figuring out who the real mama belongs to. And he says, I think I know. Because one stayed silent, but one couldn't. And I think the one that cried out on behalf of it, it's probably the one that gave birth to it. See, see, I I got a call to remembrance. That... That rally, I got a call to remembrance that all night prayer meeting. I got a call to that, I got a call to remembrance that moment that you came to the church and nobody was watching you. I got a call to remembrance that, that Sunday service when you stayed, when everybody had left and something was birthed in you. Something supernatural, the Lord overshadowed you, and the God of glory began to give you inklings and handfuls and snippets of what your future was going to be like. You begin to dream and you begin to think of how all the ways that God could possibly use you. But somewhere along the way, the baby became a burden. See, if I give you, a, if I give, stand up for me. If I, uh, if I give you this phone, you think you could hold it? How long do you think you could hold that? Huh? A while? A while? Um, what if I asked you to hold that pulpit? <laughs> give or take a few hours, a few minutes, a few days? Now, what if I, what if, how about we just compromise? What if I give you about four or five, six, seven pounds? How long? Ten minutes. 10 minutes? Well, guess what? Your mama carried you for nine months. It's not a burden when it's yours. It's not a burden when you gave birth to it. And there are some people in this room, the enemy's trying to change your perspective. And I've come to remind you, it's not a burden, it's a ministry. It's not a burden, it's a prophecy. It's not a burden, it's a promise. It's a baby. God gave birth to that. Don't you let hell deceive. I I know there's life and I know there's junk, but there needs to be something that rises up on the inside of Zion. There needs to be something that rises up on the inside of the mother called the church that says, I will not grow weary in well-doing. This is not a burden. This is a baby that I've been called to steward. Lift up your hands for just a moment right now. Would you lift up your voice with those raised hands right now? Come on, I'm speaking to an elder. Your ministry's not done yet. I'm speaking to a young adult. Your ministry's not done yet. I'm speaking to a teenager. Your ministry's not done yet. I've come to call you to remembrance. I've come to call you to remembrance. Stay with me tonight. The king says, all right. I think I know. I think I know who the real mama is. Be seated. I want you to notice that throughout this exchange, throughout this conversation, there is something that the real mother says that the thief never says. There's something that the real mother says that the wrongful mother never says. You know what it is? It's this little three-word phrase. The real mama says it, the thief does not Oh, my Lord. You ever had an uh, uh, oh, my Lord moment? If I, if I ever were to write an autobiography of the life of Landon Gore, it might just be called, Oh, my Lord. Because <laughs> if you want a synopsis of my life, it's just a series of, Oh, my Lord. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> oh, my, oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. Oh, oh, my Lord. (laughs) I've had a whole lot of oh, my Lord moments. How about you? Yeah, some of you lying. You have. You have. In your most vulnerable moment, in your most weakened moment, in your lowest moment, you have verbiage, and you have vocabulary, and you have words the enemy doesn't have. There are some prayers you can pray that the enemy cannot pray. There are some things you can speak that the thief can think about it. You can say, God, forgive me, the thief can't say that. You can say, God, help me, the thief cannot say that. You can say, God, redeem me. God, intervene in my life. You've got words in your arsenal. You've got words. in. That's why I intercede. That's why I pray. Because I have authority to speak things that the enemy cannot. So king says, all right, come on, I'm going to give that, I'm going I'm to give, I'm going to give, I'm going to give the baby to the rightful mother. Now, I don't want to scare you, uh, but that was my intro. <laughs> now I'm ready to preach. Can I preach what I really want to preach to you? Come on, can you really give me five, six, seven minutes? I come to preach to somebody. Because this is where scripture ends, but the story doesn't. Mama's got to go back home. And mama's got to take the baby back to the place. And she's got to go back home with the same thief. Now, I want you to tell me how that walk went. <laughs> you think they were just kind of gallivanting along on their way home? Stopped by Arby's on the, on the way back, got some curly fries. Walked into the house. said, Hey, 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 w- w- come on, let's, let's get some music going. Let's play some Uno. Let's, let's, let's have some Fruity Pebbles. No, fam, that ain't what went down. There's a mama that's got fire in her eyes. Come on, come over here, baby. Come, hey, 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 no, 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 no. No, hey, you, you stay on, hey, girl, you stay on that side of the road. We gonna go home, we going home, all right, all right, all right. Hey, hey, I want you to get back in that room. Get back in that room, come on, go, go. Get back in that room, get back in that room. All of a sudden, mama comes out. Curtains are ripped off the wall. Sheets are taken off the bed. Shoes are being thrown out of the window. Luggage is being thrown. Yeah. Yeah. The thief says, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. hold up. Hey, hey. It's just a misunderstanding. No, 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 no. no hey, it was just a misunderstanding. Hey, no, 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 no. No, there's a mama. There's a mama that says, I refuse. I refuse to let what stole my dream steal it again. Now, there's a mama that made up in her mind. I will not give place to the thief, and I will not let what stole steal again. We used we used to we used to sing a song uh, way back. Uh, I'm not a singer, but it was uh, something like this. I'm going to the enemy camp. Going to. Take back what he stole from me. Oh, y'all gonna leave me hanging? Okay, okay, all right. That wasn't supposed to be a solo, it was supposed to be a choir. Y'all know that song? Help me out. I'll let you go first. Going to the enemy's camp, going to. Y'all sound great. What good is it to go to the enemy's camp, take back what he stole from you if you're camping with the enemy? You got to get a little audacity. You got to get a little angry and say never again. You stole it from my daddy, but you're not stealing it from me. You stole it from mama, but you're not stealing it from me. You stole it in my teenage years, but never again. Oh, hey, where'd he go? Where'd he go? Hey, come back up here! Hurry, run, 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 run! Hurry, 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 hurry! hurry, How old are you? How old are you? You're tw- you're 13, 13, 13. That's an awesome age. Uh, I need someone who's 18. Who's 18? Someone who's 18, 18, 18. Denver, hurry, hurry, get up here. Uh, I need somebody. I need someone who's uh, uh 30, 30. Who's 30? Luke, you 30. Come on, get up here. Now, I hope tall, okay, okay. Watch, watch. He's 12, 13, sorry. (laughs) Y'all see that mean mug? 13. Get it right. Easy killer. 12, I mean 13, 13. You're 18. You're 30? Babies don't stay babies. What you trying to say? Our prophecies are growing up. Our promises are growing up. When God speaks, it is divine intent of what he wants to do. One day my man comes down the room and said, "Hey mom, Man, you've been so good to me. Hey, happy Mother's Day. Happy birthday. Hey, thanks for all you've done in my world. And Hey, thanks for the cool room. Hey, I just got to ask you a question, though. I, uh, I, I, was, I was moving my bed around, and I realized there's kind of a, a rip in the carpet. And I went to, I went to change the curtains out. I needed something a little bit more manly now that I'm 13 and all. And I noticed that my window is more duct tape than window. And, man, I appreciate, I appreciate you know, the, the photo of me when I was three in diapers on the wall, but, you know, I'm, I'm 13 now. And so I thought I'd change the, the picture on the wall, and I went to change it, and somebody done knocked a hole in the sheetrock, Mom. Something went down in this house. And Mama said, baby, hey, buddy, let me tell you about a story. Let me tell you about a Sunday night that I went to the anchor church. And there was some junk in my house. There was some stuff I let in. There was some stuff I didn't let in. There was some stuff in my control and there was some stuff out of my control. But baby, let me tell you, I went to an altar and I made up in my mind the dream was greater than the addiction. The dream was great. Baby, I made a decision to fight for you. I made it. De- I chose you over the stealer. I chose you over pornography. I chose you over dra- I chose you over discord. I chose you over back. I made up in my mind the dream and the stealer cannot live in the same house. And buddy, I chose you. There's promises and prophecies that are growing up. And one day they're going to ask you, did you fight for me? Am I here because of you or in spite of you? Somebody lift your hands just one more time. Thank you, buddy. Thank you, guys. Lift up your hands one more time. (laughs) Lift up your hands one more time. Lift up your voice one more time. I'm going to read a passage of Scripture, and then I'm going to be done. I know I've went a little long tonight, and I appreciate your response so very much. Please remain standing. But the Bible says, the Bible says that Jesus went to his house. The Bible says that Jesus went to his house. I want us to put it, I want us to put it up on the screen if we possibly can, Matthew 21 and 12. Matthew 21 and 12, and I I want us to see what Jesus does when he goes back to his house. Can we do that? The Bible says that Jesus went to the temple of God and cast out all them that sold and bought in the temple and overthrew the tables of the money changers and the seats. He just didn't mess up what they were doing. He messed up the place, messed up the position. Next verse. He said unto them, "It is written, My house shall be called a house of prayer." But notice, I haven't come to what I called it. I've come to what you have made it, and what you have made it is different than what I called it. I call this place to be a house of prayer but you have made it a den of thieves. Because we don't have the luxury to be apostolic by adjective. We must be apostolic by action. God's calling is upon every single singular soul in this room. But just because he's called you something And called you to something, does it automatically mean that is what you are making your life to be? The Bible says that a sower went out to sow. Sounds a little redundant. A sower is what he was called to do, sowing is what he was doing. It's not enough to be called, you got to be doing. A sower calling went out to sow action. God called you to be a prayer warrior. That don't mean you're praying. God called you to be an intercessor. That don't mean you're interceding. God called you to teach Bible studies. That don't mean you're teaching Bible studies. You're a royal priesthood, chosen generation. That's what he called you. But you and I decide whether our life matches. So it's no accident that the writer said, walk worthy. Walk worthy of that calling. Let your life match what he's called you to be. Said, it is written, my house shall be called a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. Next verse. Woo! And the blind and the lame came to him in the temple. When the stealer was removed, the supernatural was restored. Watch. Next verse. blind came, the lame came. And when the chief priest and scribe saw the... I've always heard that this is that one time in the Bible where Jesus got angry and it was the greatest display of anger. Seen in Jesus' earthly ministry. But they didn't call it anger. They called it wonderful. Because when a prophet, when a man of God, when a bishop, when a pastor steps behind the pulpit and begins to convict and call out the stealer, you don't call him angry. You call him. has a wonderful message. <laughs> Oh, there'll be carnal people lead. I don't know what pastor was so angry about. But there'll be a mama, there'll be a daddy, there'll be, there'll be a husband, there'll be a wife, there'll be a teenager. And it says, oh, that service was so wonderful. I got my life back into alignment. I made some changes in the altar. There was some junk. There was some stuff that hell was robbing me of. But God, in his wonder came down and removed the stealer out of my life this has to be my favorite part the blind came, the lame came, it was wonderful and the children and the children and the children It'll either be the thief or your future. It'll either be the thief or your babies. It will not be both. But when the Stealer was removed, the supernatural came back and the future came back. I found the Holy Ghost. If the future is silent, probably because there's a thief present but when you remove the stealer life can be sustained and not suffocated Woo! lift up your hands one more time I'm done lift up your hands one more time the Holy Ghost is speaking. I'm not going to give an altar call. The Spirit's giving an altar call. I want you to respond right now how you feel. I just ask that you not stay where you are. I just ask that you not stay where you are. Come on, there's calling. <laughs> there's calling on you. There's calling on you. The stealer's not worth it. <laughs> Future, it's depending on you. New converts are depending on you. Your babies spiritually and biologically and physically are depending on you. Woo! I want the supernatural welcome. (laughs) I want the future welcome. I can't afford, I can't afford, I can't afford, I can't afford to get placed. It's time to steal from the stealer. It's time to get something back. What do you say, mama? Why don't you get something back tonight? What do you say, daddy? What do you say, first generation Pentecostal? What do you say, 10th generation, 5th generation? If there's anything that the enemy stole it. Woo! You got the ability on a Sunday night in an apostolic atmosphere to get it back. It don't have to die. It doesn't have to be divided. You don't got to settle. I wish you'd lay hands on your head. I wish you'd lay hands on your spouse. I wish you'd lay hands on your babies. I wish you'd lay hands on that gifting and say, I will not give it up. This is my baby. This isn't a burden. This is my baby. These are my visions. These are my dreams. These are my prophecies. (laughs) They're growing up. They're growing up. They're growing up. The prophecy's not going to stay a baby. The dream's not going to stay a baby. Come on. you got to have a house that's healthy. You've got to have a home that's wholesome. Can the anointing survive in your house? Can the prophetic live in your house? Can end time revival can it live and breathe in your house or is there a stealer there? Is there a stealer there? Get the stealer out. Whatever you got to do. Remove the stealer. Woo! Oh, there's something mighty in this house. Come on, you're in the throne room right now. Come on, 12-year-old. You're old enough to kick the stealer out. Come on, 15-year-old. You're old enough to kick the stealer out. Come on, 17-year-old, 25-year-old, 33-year-old, 42-year-old. You're not too old to kick the stealer out. Come on, 57-year-old. Come on, 69-year-old, 71-year-old, 85. the stealer can't stay, the stealer can't stay, the stealer can't stay, the stealer cannot stay. Woo! <laughs>